0: Hello, beautiful people. My play Tinkerbell is open and running at First Stage in Milwaukee. My adaptation of Peter Pan from Tinkerbell's point of view now plays through June 2nd. Tickets and performance information are available at firststage.org. Tinkerbell, now through June 2nd at First Stage, Milwaukee. Before we get started, I want to tell you about Promote You, the marketing and productivity conference for theater makers. In a digital age where people are being cast based on their social media following and shows are transferring to Broadway after trending and building their audience online, it's time you learn from leading experts how to effectively promote yourself and your show. At Promote You, you'll get practical, hands-on advice from leading experts on a range of topics, including creating your branding toolkit, how to use social media to gain loyal fans, creating a website that sells and tells your story, and so much more. Fans of the original cast can use the code ORIGINAL19, all one word, to get your ticket at a $300 discount. For more information, visit theproducersperspective.com slash promote-u-conference. Promote you, May 17th, at Signature Theatre's Alice Griffin Jewel Box Theatre.
1: Whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart, whatever the
0: form of the storm that may brew, not with you to lean on,
2: darlings, you.
0: I am joined by uh, Dev Bondarin, Artistic Director at uh, the Astoria Performing Arts Center, and uh, LaDonna Burns, who is the lead in their new production of Caroline or Change, which is also directed by uh, Dev, and uh, we're going to talk about their production for a little bit. Thank you guys so much for doing this.
2: Of course.
1: Thank you for having us. Sure. Yes.
0: Um, so, Dev, I'll start with you because, uh, as artistic director, this this purview falls to you a little bit. So, why Carolina Change?
2: Um, it's a great question. Um, and it has so many important answers. Um, Carolina Change is an amazing piece of theater that just hasn't really been seen enough in new york city so just from that standpoint it was really exciting for us to reach out and try to get the rights to do the show um and it it feels like the right show that we want to be doing right now um you know i was just speaking with somebody over the weekend about how you know the show is set in 1963 um right after john f kennedy has been assassinated and so there's know a lot of un sort of unknowns a lot of sort of trying to grasp for some kind of uh way to be stable um at a time when the lives of the characters are also sort of figuring out what the next steps are um you know caroline works for a family where there's been a death caroline has sort of come through her own um And is, you know, figuring out that now is time to potentially make some sort of change, whatever that 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 that's going to be. So the backdrop of the world at the time of the characters sort of fighting to figure out how they can hold on to themselves and figure out how to find strength to move on felt like something that really feels like right now we are experiencing some of that as well. And so right right now is a time when this story you know feels really really resonant i will also say from like you know a sort of less less global point of view that you know something that has always been really important about this show and continues to be really important about this show is that it brings to life and to light a character who sometimes you see in media and in stories relegated to the sidelines and the fact that caroline is a black maid in the south working, surviving, providing for her family, struggling with her own inner challenges and needs and wants for her future is something that we should all be paying attention to. Um, And so bringing her story into the forefront as a Black woman is something that is really important about this show and was something that, you know, really... um, made me feel very passionate about trying to get it back to the stage
3: that's great and i, I think
0: you're absolutely right i don't know why the show isn't revived more period uh not just in new york but sort of all over the country as it's yeah its themes don't get less relevant they they seem to only get right, more right, relevant. right right exactly yeah. when, when we did the show on the podcast um the actress whom i spoke to uh was I, I sort of postulated the theory that this was a musical a little bit ahead of its time uh, for yeah, 2004 yeah. Sure. that it it felt that it if it came out now, it would be ground, you know, be, it, it already is groundbreaking, but it would be sure. more successful possibly than it was in sure. its original run. Um, sure. but, uh, I wanted to ask, uh, LaDonna, um, one yeah. of the other points that the, the, the actress I spoke to, uh, about this, um, show the first time, uh, Ashley Nichols, who is an actress of color, talked about the uh, something that I, as as a white man had never occurred to me, which is that this is a role that is essentially a a African American maid, and she said it obviously transcends that, you know, in 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 the context. But there is sort of this thing she had about never playing what? maids, not wanting to play servants, and then that sort of uh, uh, element, which is something as a, as a white man literally had never occurred to me. Obviously, uh, so I wanted to ask you about. Two parts, really, the, the, playing a role that, that has the sort of built-in uh, stereotype on it of being sort of a black maid, but then also a role that is at the same time very iconic in in music theater at this point. The role of Carolyn is just is something that that, that everybody uh, thinks is, is, is a tremendous role, as it is. And so what were the challenges you found in, in p- performing the part, both it is iconic and then also has these sort of other racial elements to it?
1: I agree. It is whenever something like that comes up, because I definitely know I've played my shares of maids, slaves, homeless people, sure. many shows. Sure. And I know I came to a point where I said, I refuse to ever be barefoot on stage again. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept sure. happening. And sure. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't. Um, I think the thing about Caroline is that, She's such a complex character. hmm mm-hmm. And it's so rare that we get a black woman on stage that's complex. hmm mm-hmm. Most of the time, we're regulated to being the um, sassy sidekick or the all-knowing being that makes everything right with everyone else in the cast. Sure. But you know nothing about what their life at home is like. Mm-hmm. And so I know that when I saw Carolina change, I was just mesmerized because there were so many strong black women characters on one stage in that show mm-hmm. that I saw it immediately said, I have to do this show one day. <laughs> you know? And so the whole maid thing didn't even phase me because she's so much more than a maid
3: mm-hmm.
1: in the show. Yeah. You get to see her at home, dealing with her children, and you learn so much about other aspects of her life.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really, if you bring up that also, the, the setup for the show always strikes me, so could have easily been the stereotypical kind of, you know, magic black person in the white family, because especially because she's in the basement most of the time, you know, like just sort of... Uh, sitting down there, and she does have some lovely moments with the with the boy, obviously, and they do exchange wisdom, but they don't exchange wisdom in a way that is typical to a story of this nature, I think. It, it, it's a much more honest life experience exchange, which is one of the great things about the show, that it avoids those sorts of tropes um, mm-hmm. and stays in the honest level. But did you find any challenges as an actress, though, performing a role that is so iconic and not doing things that other actors who had played the role before had done, uh, necessarily. I mean, obviously, when you... When you come out at the in Act Two and you're going to sing Lot's Wife, I mean that's that's a moment that everyone's sort of waiting for a little bit when they come to see the show if they know the show, and and yeah,
1: because everyone has seen that Tony performance, right? Well, and with good
0: cause, you know. But it's also yeah, it's one of those it's the double edged sword also of doing musicals where that song has a life outside of the show, and people may not know that that song is from this show necessarily. They just may know the song, and so you have to sort of hop above you know get above that in some way and say no i'm going to be an actor in this moment being honest in this moment so how did you did you find any real challenges in approaching such a i mean the song specifically probably be a good question with what with performing that song
1: this is interesting because i actually have performed the song before the context of the show Mm for britain in a concert and i remember at that time Made a comment that I felt like I had left my body to the song and didn't know what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So now doing it in the show, we haven't done like a run through of the show completely yet. Mm-hmm. So to get it, I haven't had the complete experience of going all the way through that journey. Just working through it like we did this weekend. It that song's a beast.
0: Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. I is.
1: don't think I realized watching. and everyone can be an armchair like critic. And they're watching. the are telling me, it's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Right. I truly understand everything that was going on with her that day. Oh yeah. That takes that song takes a lot out of you.
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. there's just so many emotions that are brought up in that song, even leading to that song. Every event leading to that song, it just, it almost reaches back to the ancestors. Because mm-hmm. mm. I know that song is rooted in reality. There are probably so many African American women, especially from that time period, that had moments like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I'd rather be anywhere but here. I got to get out of here. Sure. But I can't because I have this family that my family is depending on me. Mm-hmm. I think the other interesting thing about Lot's wife is we've only really had Tanya's performance that most people know about unless they are truly fans of the show like being a fan of the show I have looked up other people Mm -hmm. to see if there was anything else out there but for the longest time it was just Tanya because no one does the show it's being done more but it's not like Gypsy Gypsy Right, mm-hmm. they can be like the top ten roses turns of all time. Right, right, <laughs>
3: that's true. <laughs> you
1: know, there basically is one Carolot, one lot life. Right now we have Sharon Clark lots. Right, life. right, right,
3: right.
1: London, that people make and pull from. So it almost can, is like an advantage because I don't have too many people to be compared to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.
0: Well, that's good. Well, yeah, that's true. That is good. It is it is famous, but it is not, like you say, Rose's turn, famous. So that's not, that is that is a, a slight advantage, I guess. Right, Dev, I wanted to ask you, as a director, when you I mean, obviously you're very passionate about this project. If you if you're artistic director for our story of performing arts center and you chose to direct it, which if people don't know, those are not two jo- those are two jobs that are hard enough to do alone, let alone simultaneously. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, <laughs> thank you for saying that oh no, sure I no am, I, I feel it should be said I am... um yeah I, I feel well I feel it gets a bad rap when people go and of course the artistic director is directing it because they want to I was like that's not easy that's not a hard you know that's not an easy thing to do but so you obviously felt very passionate about the project or you wouldn't have taken on the role of director for yourself uh, any what aside from picking it for its timeliness what did what as a director attracted you to to caroline or change
2: well I think it really goes back to what LaDonna was saying about the complexity of the character and the complexity of the sort of psychological um, introspection that the show provides. Um, You know, we not only sort of see Caroline in different venues, you know, work, home, alone, outside, having a cigarette, waiting for a bus, but we also really get a you know, a very clear line into how she's dealing with things and how things are both challenging and transforming her, um, through music. Um, and you know, the fact that this musical is, um, basically sung through, they're probably 90 spoken lines and in a two and a half hour musical, that's not a lot. Um, and um, you know, the fact that it is elevated to a place where music does all of that emotional, not work, but that emotional, um, uh, it, it, it provides an, an emotional language, I should say, that mm-hmm. I think gives us such insight to where she is, how she transforms, how she um, figures things out and something that, you know, is not a surprise about the show for people who know the show, but I'll just mention it here because, you know, uh, spoiler alert. Um, there are items that she interacts with that the writers have deemed worthy of voice and need Mm. of voice. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly the washing machine and the dryer and the radio and the bus, which are, you know, things that she interacts with all day and um, all day, every day, start speaking to her about her, for her, challenging her, asking her questions, supporting her, making her angry, and we get such an insightful idea of what her you know, psyche is doing and allowing her moments of joy, moments of pain, moments of memory, moments of loss that, you know, I mean, I, it's hard. It's it's hard for me to think of another show with another character where we get that different facets of how she is really dealing with spending a lot of her time alone, but Mm -hmm. a lot of her time alone really, you know, emotionally investigating, where she's at in her life in this moment about to enter a new decade of life with four children as a single woman a single black woman in the south in 1963 and it's just it's so compelling Mm -hmm. um and that was something that really drew me to it um i also think i was very drawn to the connection that she has with the young boy um noah who is a jewish young boy um loosely based on the life of. the writer, Tony Kushner, Mm -hmm. who also grew up in Lake Charles in the sixties. And that in the story, Noah has lost his mother. And so Caroline really becomes um, a parental figure for him in a way that, you know, I think takes her as much by surprise as it does anyone else, Mm -hmm. but they really have a bond that is both, you know, true and real and scary and sad. And, you know, I, I, You know, I'll share on the podcast that you know, I'm also someone who lost a parent at a very young age, and I think that I really connected with the fact that Caroline, through all of the things that she is rightfully dealing with in her life that we learn about and we get invited into, we also see her compassion and the fact that through it all, she you know, despite herself at times, connects with this young person who really doesn't feel like he has anywhere else to go in the moments that he goes to her. And that was something that really, you know, struck me as just something that I wanted to investigate more. Um, So, I mean, there there are a myriad of reasons, but those are two that, you know, I can call out very, very easily.
0: Sure. No, that's plenty for me. Yeah, you you sold me Uh, I, I will say one of the things I love about the show is, is that relationship because it, it shows the, the truism that uh, I, I think kids especially who have experienced a loss or experienced a change that they, that they don't fully understand, the thing that kids really don't want is to be treated like kids and mm-hmm. kids want to be treated like adults most of the totally. time and <clears throat> this show does a really great job of i think one of the reasons that noah loves caroline so much or at least gloms onto her is because <laughs> she treats him like an adult she doesn't mm-hmm. you know right. doesn't uh, handle him with kid gloves she doesn't like sort of say oh poor you she's just sort of got that unique perspective to say like mm-hmm. hey mm-hmm. man everybody's life's hard you know
3: right just <laughs> like,
0: exactly deal with it and he really respects that honesty so Ladonna, when you approach a character like this that is it is so nuanced and has a lot to her. How do you even start with a role like this? I know that's a broad question, but I'm always interested in the process of when you get a character This you're obviously familiar with, like you say, you wanted to play this role the first time you saw it. Where, where do you begin with, with Caroline?
1: I went back during this process. I've been talking to my mother a lot mm. about it. And, my mom will be 81 next month. Oh, wow. And grew up in the Memphis area of Tennessee in this time. hmm But by, no, by this time period, she had already moved up to Indianapolis and had married my father. So, but, I mean, she was in the South. Sure. At the same time as Caroline's formative years. And it's... I started with her because I really wanted to know what it was like being a person in that time period, a black person Mm -hmm. in America, because I really have a hard time even trying to imagine. I'm so outspoken of a person as (laughs) it is. I'm just trying to imagine (laughs) being in the South where a black woman shouldn't say exactly what comes to her mind all the time in that Mm -hmm. time. Because it could have dire consequences. Yeah, it
0: could be dangerous. I mean, it's not not even just sort of the social kind of response. Like, it could be physically dangerous to somebody. Yeah. yeah absolutely.
1: You were talking about Noah being a child, but if you think about it, in the class system of segregationist South, mm-hmm. you think about it, Noah, in certain people's eyes, is a station above Caroline. Oh, Sure. And that's why she's always been like, we're not friends. Right. Because at any point, you, something could happen and you could turn on me. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like always in the back of her mind when she deals with any white person. Sure. Um. So their relationship is really, it is quite complex. She cares about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could she not? I, yeah. I feel like she's probably known him his whole life. Yeah. So she, she cares about this kid. And if I know how I am, I'm pretty empathetic of a person. And if I saw a little kid who I've been dealing with since he was born and see him go through the death of his mother, I would feel something for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I still would also be like, I have four kids of my own. (laughs) I'm only making $30 and I'm barely getting by with it. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I can't even get by. I barely pay the rent. I can't often feed them real food. Right. You know, she talks about meat flavored bread because she can't afford ground chuck. Right. So she, she's a lot. And what I did, I've been, you know, as I do with most characters do research about what it was like being a domestic at the time. And I actually had a great aunt who used to babysit kids
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and just watching how they interact with her. And this was in the eighties and nineties and they called her by her first name. Mm -hmm. She was just bell to them. Not Miss bell, which I thought was interesting. Just bell. Just like Noah doesn't call her miss Caroline. He's like Caroline. Right. Mm -hmm. Which says a lot because growing, I still do it to this day. If I, if there is an older black person that I encounter, like I have neighbors, I call them Mister James and Mister Johnny, Mm -hmm. and I'm a full-grown woman. (laughs) (laughs) But these men are in their eighties and Mm seventies, so I'm not just gonna be like, "Hey, Johnny," right? Because that's not how I was raised, right? And so. Seeing Noah's just like, hey, Caroline, I like cigarette. I'm like, really, kid? Yeah. (laughs) Put some respect on that. But it's not what he's taught. And that's not how people think in that day. Right. You know, so it's I've enjoyed learning more and researching it, even though it it is something that can make you quite angry. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) It's just like this isn't so far off. And to see the climate today and things still happen, and I'm just like, ooh, Caroline is hard for me to shake sometimes.
3: hmm Because,
1: you know, we finished rehearsal, so then I have to go deal with the MTA and just the public.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, I, I don't have the advantage of getting in a car. Sure. Going into my own space. I then have to deal with the public who has no idea what I've been doing for the past couple hours. Right. <laughs>
0: I think that what's interesting about Caroline is that she... And either of you can, can answer this, whoever feels uh, compelled, that she's somebody who holds her, not only her empathy, but all of her emotions very tight to herself right. in an in a effort not I, I, not to get hurt. I would just say that broadly, whatever, however you want to define getting hurt. She is somebody who is who has been beaten down and has, has sort of found this, this safe center of herself where she can just live and and hopefully get by though not obviously not not that well but then what happens of course is it always should in a great musical like this is in lot's wife she explodes i mean all of those emotions come flying out which are not and the thing i really like about lot's wife is is the uh, the 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 thoughts aren't always congruous they don't like the, Mm -hmm. the you don't see the line for that and that's why I always feel when people do lots wife, I've seen it done at cabarets, and I've seen it done in, in videos. Of people doing it, and I just think you're only seeing half the song. Like you're you're hearing, mm-hmm. it, but but mm-hmm. t- without the two hours before it of watching her go through everything she's been through, these these lyrics and these this music doesn't mean nearly as much as it does mm-hmm. in the context of of the show. Uh,
1: well, you have to s- realize. The reason she holds everything, emotions, so close is what happened the last time she didn't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The last time she really spoke her mind and let somebody know, you're not doing this to me again. She beat him and he left. Right. Her husband never came back. Right. And so after that, she's just like, see, this is what happens when I speak my mind and fight back. Right. And so... Because of this, she's decided, I'm much better off. I don't let anyone get too close to me. Not her kids. She loves her kids. You know she gives her kids all the love in the world, but anybody else that's not family? No. Mm-hmm. And that's why she doesn't give herself fully to Noah. She feels for him, but she's like, I'm not going to get taken in by this boy. right? And so that's why I, Dev and I talked about it. Caroline is like a volcano. Oh, yeah. That's been inactive. Mm-hmm. That everyone thinks is inactive. Oh, that volcano doesn't work anymore. Right. She's dead inside. That volcano does not work.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just Caroline. She does the laundry. You know, like that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: Caroline. She's in the basement. She right. does the laundry. She's fine. Don't worry
3: about her. Yeah.
1: She's, she's harmless. And each thing is like a drop that makes the volcano like start to bubble up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And they're all small things. Like in the beginning, all of a sudden she's just like, you know, this nothing ever happens underground. I've been doing this so long. Every day is the same. What is my life? And then slowly things happen and it starts off. She just slowly starts popping off at people. Mm-hmm. all through the show they're all gradual but i don't think it really is that gradual things have been building up for years like the whole dotty exchange between Dottie and caroline sure that's been yeah, that's, that's been that's
0: been years. a long time coming yeah
1: yeah <laughs> because dotty isn't an innocent and in all that yeah dotty being quite boastful and just like, oh, I got a boyfriend. He got a car. I'll have to be on this bus all the time. I'm going to school now. And she just picked the wrong day. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I is tired. She's like, oh, not th- this today. And right. I was hoping I wasn't even going to see you on this bus. But this bus took so long. Now I have to ride with you and you don't ever shut up. Right. <laughs> and so it's like, D- Donnie, w- doesn't realize it because she's just like the gossip and she likes to run her mouth. So that's like the first one. Then they found out the president's dead. right? Mm -hmm. Which you don't know how a president's death would affect your life. I mean we're coming, that's a time period where it could have led to mass riots Mm -hmm. Mm. or it could have been somebody could have been like oh, I'm so mad the president said, I'm just going to kill this random black person. You just don't know. Right. Right. And then the whole statue being taken down mm-hmm. and they're saying, we don't know who did it. Caroline's first thought is they're going to they're gonna blame a black kid and I have black children. Right. It could be my kids. So it's like all types of little things that just keep picking at her. And then here you have Rose who's just totally oblivious to everything in Caroline's life all of a sudden telling her take these take this change right we can't afford to give rage. just take this change from little Noah <laughs> but she needles her about it right she's always needling at her like take this cabbage I told you I didn't want it take this change I don't want you change yeah you know and so it's every little thing is just building up and building up until finally Caroline explodes
0: right and since it's a musical, she can explode to the audience in that sort of yeah. like <laughs> way, yeah. which is good, which is where she should. Ex- I mean, it's because any other explosion in any other direction would be met with a response from the character she's responding to, obviously, in real life. So it's good that she yeah. she she has to do it, you know, and you can you can imagine however it took place. But it's it is really a death by by a thousand cuts in yeah. with, uh, with with Caroline. It is funny, you just reminded me about the thing with the statues. Like, gosh, this show is so much more relevant now than it was when mm-hmm, it came out mm-hmm. 15, 15 years ago. You can't even believe that, yeah. like, that was, yeah, this is like now, it's a, this is a, a topic everyone's talking about. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just that, yeah, you picked well, Dev. I think you did right. I think <laughs> you got, <laughs> well.
2: I mean, I'm I'm just grateful that we were given the rights to do it. You, sure. you know, you, you know, you sort of send those uh, queries out into the ether, and you cross your fingers. Right. So we're <laughs> so we just thrilled. Yeah. We're just thrilled.
0: You should be. It's so you guys open on May second. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, May second is our first uh, public per, per per performance, and then our official opening is on Saturday night, May fourth. Oh, okay
0: so two pre, two days of previews and then and then yep. opening you you guys are doing tremendous work and i it is a, a very relevant show and i think that it's it's important that it be mounted by professional theater companies as much as possible to get it back into the uh the lexicon beyond people like me who are you know, big music theater fans like right, right, show right, that right. it should be done it should be done on, often and people should be i mean it's really the kind of show where i wish people would be like oh gosh they're doing Carolina change again you know, like that's the right. album. people should be doing this show. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we've had exactly. a re- we've had a production and a revival of the Color Purple musical, and that's a great show. But come on, gang, let's <laughs> let's all get together and do Carolina Change more right. and more. Um, thank you both so much for for taking the time to do this. It was wonderful to speak to you both.
2: Of course, of course. Thank, thank you. you.
3: Sure.
0: Absolutely. Thank
2: right. You as well.
0: The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at Unknown Penguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal.